Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Before we get into MJ's Friday Fantasia, uh, <laughs> Ben, what do you got for us here, mate? Uh, it's a public service announcement. Just for um, the basketball and City Kings fans out there, secure your tickets now. City Kings Grand Final Game 3 tonight. Mm. So tickets to Ticket Tech if you want to go see the Kings um, hopefully wrap it up. Yeah. Hopefully wrap it up. Being, yeah. a, being a massive Kings been fan. A, but it so has wrap been. it up. If t- it's one all, isn't it? Yeah, it's yeah. one all. I'll tell you what, it's going <laughs> good. The, it's been going good, the NBL. Really it's really had yeah. a rebound. And one of the King, and one of the Kings players is actually oh, – oh, sorry. Like that, that was sorry, totally I thought I was stepping on your, your no, tagline. No, no, it was a total is that match, accident. Is that match at the Kingdom? Well, one of, one, of the, one of the Kings players is then going over to the NBA to yeah, to, um, to play, yeah, to do, do the end of the NBA season. What about Josh Giddy over there? Yeah, he's, he's very good. Oh, giddy. Very he good doesn't player. look like, like he's the most unassuming looking kid. Incredible player. Mm. Yeah. Righto, it's time for MJ's Friday Fantasy. <laughs> Shout out to Earth, Wind, and Fire. Um, now, <laughs> can you just say what the, the name of it again? Friday's uh, MJ's Friday Fantasy <laughs> Fantasia, guys. Every, every Friday uh, in my uh, column, the Daily Telegraph, I'm doing a, a like a fantasy football of sorts in a way, and it's a way of trying to find the winner of both tonight's games. So in both games, I take the teams and pick a combined side. And the makeup of the side really gives you an indication of the strengths and the shortcomings of what sort of contest suits both. So the pick the team, look and recognise the dynamics, and then pick the winner. And then at the bat, like going on through the season, um, we're going to have a sort of rolling thing. So when you combine it, so for instance tonight, you've got you've got the situation where you've got the. Uh, Parramatta Sharks up against the Brisbane Cowboys. After all the stuff we've done here, we'll say who would win out of those combined sides, and they'll roll into next week, which will be a game between the uh, uh, the Newcastle uh, Dolphins and the uh, South Sydney Roosters, which would be quite interesting. But let's get on. Uh, if, if you're not confused, don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> so tonight. 6 p.m. Fox League, Parramatta Eels versus Cronulla Sharks. So let's select a team. The Parramatta Sharks. So Gutho at fullback. On the wings, for me, no Sivo. Tough call. Ronaldo Molitano and Siona Katoa. I reckon they're, in my opinion, I think they're the best wing combination in the league. Yeah. Ooh. That's my opinion. Ooh. Yeah, I think they are. I think they're phenomenal. Centres, again. Cronulla, Jesse Ramian, and Talakai. When they're on their game, they're just powerhouses. And what you see through this is Parramatta just dominate the spy, particularly when no Nico Hines tonight. Dylan Brown and Mitch Moses, blue chip halves combination, and the hooker. Yeah, it's one of those things. It depends what you're looking for. You know, it's tough on young Braley. Probably a lot of people go, Braley, I've gone Josh Hodgson. He's very good last week, Hodgson, wasn't he? He was. Yeah, the only thing with Hodgson is I just wonder. You know, there was periods in the game where Mitch Moses didn't get the ball when yeah. he probably should have got the ball. Yeah. And because Hodgson like has... Like a field goal. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And so Hodgson's been so dominant for so long. How do... It's, I think it might take a little bit longer than we think for those two to work together. Yeah. No, I agree. Uh, 
Looking why I picked him now. Maybe I should reverse <laughs> it. Uh, the middles, Dale Finucane at 13. Look, Dale, could, he's getting to his vintage years, but, mate, he could lose five yards of speed and he'll still find a way to win. Uh, and Junior Polo and uh, Regan Campbell-Gillard up front. And the back rows, Brenton Nakora and Teague Wilton. Now, if you look at the makeup of that side and the bench, I've gone, look, all Cronulla, McGuinness, Royce Hunt, uh, Oregon Kafusi and Connor Tracy, which in – there's a couple of worrying things here, in my opinion, going tonight for the uh, for the Parramatta side. One is, and the major one is, uh, the back row situation. Because mm. yes. you got you look at the spine, and the spine is all Parramatta in that side. But you've got, say, Bryce Cartwright, who's a ball player in the back row, which is really surplus to requirements, mm. isn't it? Yeah. Um, the, the yardage game, Junior Polo and Regan Campbell-Gillard on the surface of things. Parramatta win the yardage game, but if the game is a free-flowing game, uh, and to end, which the way that the Sharks will try try to make the contest, they've got Katoa, Mulatano, Jesse Ramian, and Talakai, who, when, when a game is non-stop and end to end, it's the backs who dominate the yardage. Mm. Boys, who do you think wins t- uh, this game tonight? Oh, this is a tough one. I mean, the Sharkies without Hines. It's, mm. uh, it's Trindle's gonna... a very, very good footballer, though, he isn't he? Oh, yeah, he played really well. I just... Oh, this is really hard. I'm going to go the Eels just because they'll be looking to bounce back. Mm. But I think the Sharkies, it'll all just depend on the defence. They missed 50-plus tackles last week. That's what, And that's part of the reason why I actually like the Sharks. I just can't see them – I can't see them missing anywhere near that amount of tackles. It, like they, That's what they built their run on last year was their defence. The concern I have with the Sharkies is, is in every single finals game, they leaked quite a few points last year. Mm. And then in the biggest game, round one, you know, essentially another really big game. It's almost like a finals game. They leaked a lot of points and they missed a lot of tackles. Mm. And so I just wonder, I'm sure they'll kick, they'll definitely kick into gear and it might be, you know, round two onwards. But I just wonder, like, that. that's a bit alarming that you go through a whole season with really good defense and then the yeah. biggest games you come up and you miss a bunch yeah. of tackles. Yeah. No, it is. You've changed my mind. No, no. <laughs> no. I'm, I'm going to go for the Sharks in a tight one. Webby? I agree. I think uh, uh, with I agree with Denon. Yeah. <laughs> I like Parramatta. Mm. You say okay. Parramatta? Yes. Yeah, I said Parramatta. Yeah, I think Parramatta. I just they 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 look like a shadow of themselves without Nico. Mm. I reckon the Sharks last week. And I'm loving Hopgood uh, for the, yeah, the, the Eels. Wow, he was good last week. Got through a bunch of work. He was almost. I will say the one question I have with the Eels, and we I've spoken about it earlier in the week. Is their interchange is really strange? Like I think they yes. only made like five to seven interchanges the whole yeah. eighty-five minutes that, that's, last week. That's a problem compared because the sharks the sharks bench is very very good. Guinness is a great fourteen. I'd argue sharks bench is one of the best benches in the competition. Yeah. Yeah. You you there's the sharks top thirties depth is insane. Like when you got Cam McInnes coming off the bench, you know you're doing all right with yeah. with with depth. Yeah, you're not um, Wade Graham was on the bench. Last week, obviously, he nearly killed a guy last week, so he's not going to be playing this week. <laughs> that's what happens, you know. If you kill a person, that's generally you get just, tend to get a few just, weeks. Just on that, that's got to be one of the funkiest defences that the judiciary I've ever heard. I had to jump up and concuss him, so I didn't concuss myself by going low. Self-defence. That's good. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Our 8pm tonight on Fox League, the Broncos and the Cowboys, always a terrific game. I mean, if you back that for Golden Point, you know, you know you're going to be in the in the fight historically. Uh, Brisbane Cowboys is is a fair side. Okay. S- Scotty Drinkwater at fullback ahead of Reese Walsh. Yeah. Well, who, you, who have you taken? 
I've gone Scott. I've gone Scott Drinkwater. Yeah. Yes. I think there's so much nico about Scotty Drinkwater oh. the way he plays. And we yep. have to remember, like, apologies if I'm ruining the segment, but no, no, Jake, no this is what it's about. It's about healthy debate. Um, <laughs> nobody's nobody's wrong. No, no, sort of. It's a fantasy, baby. <laughs> uh, the good thing with like, well, people I guess forget with Scotty Drinkwater, he was Billy Slater's heir apparent. Yes. He was the guy that the Melbourne Storm said ahead of Hughes, ahead of Pappenhausen, this guy is the next Billy Slater at the club. Yeah. He did his peck. Hughes came in and played really well and obviously got an opportunity. I, I think he's a smoky for Dally M. I really think yeah, he'd come close to winning Dally M this year. Uh, on the wings, pretty good wing combination. Murray Tuolangi and Selwyn Cobber. Uh, that would cause, cause a, a few problems, isn't I it? I know Oatsy had a few drop balls last week, but he was outstanding for 70 minutes. Yeah. I'm going Oatsy on the wing if I Okay, chose. okay. Centres, Herbie Farnworth, who I think is one of the most improved players in the competition, and Val Holmes. Uh, now, interesting with the halves, because the, the best halves combination have a um, have an organised pass player, and the other one is essentially a runner. Both of those, uh, both teams have, have exactly that. I've gone Tommy Dearden uh, in the sixth because of his run threat. And I just his, his last 12 months have been fantastic. And I've gone Adam Reynolds just edging out Chad Townsend, but it's really a split hair there. Yeah, it's, a, it's an interesting one because they're quite similar players. I would say, I think you would say Townsend's probably just better defensively, but I think Adam Reynolds just has a bit of more flair to his kicking game than Townsend does. Just a, just a tad. Uh, in regards to the centres, it's interesting how you just said Herbie Farnworth, Valentine Holmes, and you didn't even say Katani Staggs. Like it wasn't <laughs> even a hard right. decision, yes. which shows you. I mean, he had four runs last week, Katani Staggs, mm. uh, for about forty metres, I think. So it's interesting. The Broncos have just lost Herbie, and I wonder, like, are they sitting there going, yeah. "Oh, did we sign? You know, should have we made some room in the back line for Herbie rather than have a mar- another yeah. marquee player in the back line?" Uh, okay, this was the middles, and this this was tough given the fact that who I had to leave out. Tamalolo, which is a given. Mm. Yeah, arguably the best yardage man of all time. Mm. Uh, Payne Hass, who I thought was, I thought, oh. I thought was absolutely fantastic last week. Mm-hmm. I, th- I think he's heading for a season. One thing about Payne, I felt sorry the last few years, is the fact that he's been in a side that has really struggled to score points. Mm-hmm. So he's doing all that work for a lot of times for nothing. Literally where enough. that you can see this year, that's going to change. The other one, I had Pat Carrigan or Reuben Cotter. I've actually gone oh. Reuben Cotter. I just I, Kurt Cotter is one of my favourite players. I just mate, the bloke is just he's a powerhouse. He's fast. He's got footwork, and he never burns out of gas. Mm. So, and he can cover one. multiple positions if you have to. Absolutely. And Reese Robson in the nine, who it's hard to believe was at the Dragons. Webby and oh. allowed him to go. Very That's very true. strong player. I, I think he throughout rugby league history there's always been hookers going at it to and fro. Who's I think. In the next five to ten years, it'll be uh, Harry Grant and Reese Robson. Yeah, I think Robson's that good a footballer. But see, I reckon with Robson and particularly with Dearden, is a great example of make sure you make sure you get you're under a good coach early in your career. Not wrong. Like yeah, I mean, everyone Dearden went from going from the next Alan Langer to legless and shouldn't be playing first grade to you know having a, a breakout year last year and playing Origins. <clears throat> Dearden yeah. was getting think, mocked. I know. The, the, the yeah, string I know. of losses. That's how bad Blokes it was. Blokes don't lose their talent like that. You oh, know? And I think you'd be, you right. need to be careful with – like everyone thinks that they should go and get the money and get the most out of the game yeah. as they can. You're also playing a, a footy career. You want to be under the best coaches. What yeah. about when uh, we did the push-up challenge and the record was two minutes 40 and we said, come on, Tommy, get down. And as soon as he went down, he's – one of the guys, yeah. the media, media guy, manager, media yeah. just goes, he'll win. 
He, he said, I just know. He said, he won't. He's just that kid. He, he, can't, he can't give up. He's that competitive. Yeah, I love good. it. I mean, um, I'm surprised at how strong he is through the hips. Every time he runs the ball, he looks like a little fella hitting the line. You're like, mm. oh, he's about to get put on his back. And then it just like slip through the tackle. It's mm. it's incredible. So but when you look at that side, um, what you see there is you get uh, – I'm sorry, the back row, Jeremiah and Nanai. Uh, hello. He, he and I've gone Kirk Capewell too because he's just reliable and he makes his tackles. Good professional. You get the idea when you're why the Cowboys are a great attacking side. The balance of the side and the, the freakish talent they've got in – key positions. The Broncos, it's funny that they're favourites. In my opinion, if the Broncos go into this game, want to do an attacking shootout, they'll get beat. I, I can't believe they're favourites yeah, with the bookmakers. I, I, well, for I me, Suncorp. Yeah, I, I think the, like Adam Reynolds is going to, in my opinion, needs another kicking masterclass. One thing we saw last week against the Cowboys, if you, if you frustrate them, and they, they'll just want to play football no matter what. Mm. If you keep making them come out of their own end, yeah, you can force them into error mm. through frustration. Who wins? You think Webby? I think I'm, I'm Cowboys. No, I'm going Broncos because, like, I think it's not getting enough appreciation. The Broncos held the Penrith Panthers to 12 points at Penrith Panthers. That defense was the best of the weekend, literally the best of the weekend. The Premiers got held at home to 12 points, whereas the Cowboys, I thought they had the best attacking first half of any team in the comp over the weekend. But they did leak 18 points and nearly lost the game from the start. Yeah. And that's why I give Broncos the edge because they're defense. Okay. Now the Friday fantasies. Mm. We move into the fantasy Ooh. side of yeah, it. I like oh, so yeah. both sides are picked. It's the Parramatta Sharks versus the Brisbane Cowboys. <sighs> Fellas, who wins and who gets them out of the match? Webby? I'm going to say the... The Brisbane Cowboys. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. I, Get it yeah, out. Yeah. And, and Nano is my man of the match. Yeah, I'll go with Brisbane Cowboys. Ruben Cotter, man of the match. But Brisbane Cowboys. Selwyn Cobbo has a, a screamer. Benny? Yeah, Brisbane Cowboys yeah. by a long way. Yeah, they win. I've got them by 10 points. So next week, they roll on to next week, the Brisbane Cowboys, and they will play the winner of the Newcastle Dolphins or the South Sydney Roosters. Could you just email, be a fair side. Could you email the Excel spreadsheet that we're going to need to keep track of this? <laughs> I think what? that was did actually – that was a good – I like that segment. Do you need to call it the Newcastle Dolphins or do you just call it the Dolphins? <laughs> oh, man. Oh. Listen, mate, you'll, I had be a win, mate. you'll be eating your words <laughs> at uh, at quarter to six on Sunday night. Oh, yeah. When, well, when, well, when, when, what, what, who are the Knights? Who are the Knights got this weekend? They got the Tigers. Wow, I'm oh. doozy. I better get my oh. spot now. <laughs> hey, 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 listen, like mate, that. it's round one, brother. <laughs> <laughs> you manly guys don't talk too early. Uh, what uh, you, mate, we're going to be on four points. Manly's on four points. Please go away. Mate. Mate. Uh, <laughs> we'll take a break. Movie of the week next.